You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you can find podcasts, my G. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to submit any questions, topics, or shoot the shit with the homies. On today's episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, we review the Shazam movie, JP Goes Out Again, High School Reunions, Old Town Road, Nipsey Hustler R.I.P., The Dangers of Conspiracy Theories, and more. Here, Katie, listening to a video with Old Town Road on it right now. So I'm like, I get it. It's going to get it's gonna get old real quick. Kind of like uh, the Kiki shit with Drake. You know, the Kiki. Do you love, Do you love me? me? I have, ever yeah, since so. that, when that shit blew up and everybody was doing the challenge, like, as soon as that shit was over, like, I haven't listened to that song since, bro. I yeah, I've been, I've been out of my feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am a menace. Keep me a rat, I like tennis. I'm with this shit like I'm Dennis. I started this shit, I'm a fitness. Niggas be hating, trying to blemish my image. Who want the smoke? Two to three count with the scope. Extended clip long as a rope. We wipe his nose. Shell like he had him a cold. I knew the boy was a hoe. Pull up with the gang, you know that we buying it. What is your set, nigga? What is you climbing? I am a beast, you cannot time it. Don't point a finger, this shit can be dying. These niggas hate, these niggas plot. Ooh, we got money, I'm running this wallet. You say you a killer. Yo, we live. You're now listening to Volume 80 of the Bucket Up Podcast. It was your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Buttersauce, aka Ty Lante, aka your mom called me over for some foot rubs. And I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB. What's good? Yo, 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 it's the kid JB. Living good. Happy to be here. It's, uh, oh wait, yeah, it's me, the Kid JB, could've been right last week, Mr. Told You So, not because I'm always right, but when I'm right, I told you so. Uh, yeah, man, Mr. Brackett's been busted, bro, I know you guys have been watching, uh, March Madness, and nobody saw Texas Tech and Virginia going, so whoever said they did, you lying, but, uh, I'm, I mean, what's your bracket see, look like? I can see Virginia in there because they're number one, but yeah, all these other teams, nah. Yeah, but they were like a soft number one, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, get it. There's, four, there's four number ones, so like the, the they were like the third, the fourth best one. Were they? I don't even. I don't remember. Yeah, but I think it was Duke, Gonzaga, UNC. Oh yeah, they were the last ones. Okay, so they were just the fourth best team in the nation, according to. The yeah, thing. I guess that makes sense. But whatever. Yeah, <laughs> your brain is busted too. Shut up. No, it is. I was just saying, like, you know, Virginia being there is whatever. I think most people. Would didn't have all these other teams. Like, who the fuck had Auburn? And we had Texas Tech. You know, maybe you throw Michigan State in there. But, yeah, nah, it's definitely out here. And Virginia lost to a 16 seed last year. So, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and, uh, you know, a little bucket background for, the you know, the sports fans and those that are not, for everybody included. The March Madness tournament now is down to the last, like, four, the final four, if you will. And uh, now the championship teams are playing Monday. But there was a controversial call, and it's so funny, man, because people are hypocrites, and I'm starting to realize the people that are happier in life are the hypocrites that admit they're hypocrites, because that's what this world is. It's just full of hypocrites and the ones that just admit. So what I'm getting at, guys, everyone that knows about sports, there was a controversial 
called controversial, but you got it. Uh, you're going to agree. I'm going back to the NFC Championship game. The Saints and Rams, there was a controversial no call right. uh, on the pass interference, and everybody was very upset that the refs didn't get involved mm-hmm. at the very end of a crucial part of the game, correct? Right. This go-around, there was a blatant penalty that in basketball, when there's a blatant penalty, you got to go by the rules. Mm-hmm. And it was it was in a very crucial time of the game. Uh, they were down three points. They were down two points. And the Virginia player got fouled attempting to shoot a three-pointer. And he got sent to the foul line and got a you know, free-through line and got three foul shots, made all three, and they won by one point, advancing to the championship. Now there's cries of people complaining that the refs got involved. So... Sorry. The the hip my bad the hypocrisy part all I'm getting at is that people want the refs to get involved and then they don't want them to get involved and you can never work. You saw that shit, bro? Yeah, like I'm with you because I'm like I get that you don't want the game decided by like a referee whistle, but if that's the case, like if if we don't do that, then motherfuckers can just foul people and get away with it. Like dude didn't close out correctly. He hit the guy in his legs while he was in the air, ball still in his hand. Like that's a foul, bro. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like he fouled him. He, the dude still had to go to the fucking free throw line with the fucking season on the line and knock down all three free throws, which is we've seen throughout the tournament. Mad kids, you know, they're kids, but like even just normal people, like you know, you, everybody's watching you. you. Know everybody on TV watching you. You know, you, you're gonna some people missing those free throws. Dude just walked up and calmly hit three free throws for them to go to the championship game. So that shit is G. But, like, yeah, I mean, I guess earlier they missed, like, a a travel call or a double dribble. But to me, that was all, like, Auburn kind of fucked themselves because they were up four, and instead of fouling, because uh, they, they were trying to foul later on, they they decided not to, and then to do can to three to bring it to one point, and that's kind of where the game kind of changed. Like, uh, Yeah, so anyway, madness ensued, and that is March Madness. But for the buckets that don't, like... <laughs> And for the buckets that don't like sports, man, hey, um, pretty much what we just got done saying was some shit went down, and some other people think that it shouldn't have went down. Okay, boom. Yeah, yeah. Sports fans are hypocrites. I, you know, I, my homie Zach shouts to Zach. He was on the pod when we used to go to our our basketball games in college. We'd always like, you know, there'd be a foul called on us, and we'd be like, "Yo, boo, refs!" Even though that was the correct call. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just yeah. how it is. You know. Yeah, it's just more upset, frustration. But hey, man, how was your weekend, bro? Uh, my weekend was cool. You know, uh, I'm always kicking back, relaxing. Uh, Friday, I didn't really do much of sh- shit. Kind of came here, um, relax, and then you know, I went and saw uh, a movie. I went and saw Shazam Friday night. With uh, Katie and, and uh, the homie Big Trav, shouts to him. Um, AKA been at the movies. AKA we gotta name him like executive producer or something. Uh, <laughs> no, AKA director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, <clears throat> sorry. Went to go see Shazam, and you know most people rag on DC movies, understandably because they've been trash. You had you know Justice League garbage. You've had Superman, the second Superman movie, or the first Superman movie was like, okay. 
and you got, you know, all these you know, Batman versus Superman was also garbage. And so, you know, we, they had a nice little run. They had Wonder Woman, which was good, but then they had Suicide Squad, which is also terrible. Just probably one of the worst superhero movies I've ever seen. And then, you know, they, they've been kind of making their way back with Aquaman. And then they came out with Shazam, which I think so far was probably the best DC movie. Uh, is Dark Knight DC? Uh, it is, but like it's not in the it's not in the universe that it is now. Like before, it was just kind of like a one off back when you know movies used to just be one offs. But now in these now day and age, a comic movie everything got to be tied together and shit. So like in terms of the DC EU tying all the comic book movies together, like they've mostly been trash aside from three movies. So this is probably the best one. Trav, you know, my, my only complaint about it is there's obviously corny parts. Like the movie, if you don't know, Shazam is literally about a little kid getting powers and like the powers. Like you, you watch Power Rangers, right? Of course, man. I, I told you I grew up. I was one of the Power Rangers. There you go. Do you remember Power Rangers Turbo? I do. That was with the car shirt, right? Yeah. And the Blue Ranger was a kid. But like when he morphed. That was me. Got, that was turned, me, man. And, yeah, he, when he morphed, he became an adult-sized person for some reason, mm-hmm. which made no sense. That's, that's what I thought puberty was. <laughs> that's essentially this movie. Like, it's a little kid. Like, you know, puberty. It's more magic than people think, but, like, you know, he meets a wizard or whatever, and, like, when he says the wizard's name, he becomes, like, a superhero. It's like, you know, it's kind of like a little kid dream come to comic book life. And so that's – and so obviously there are going to be corny parts in that. You know what I'm saying? So there's like corny parts because it's for little kids. But there's a lot of fun, uh, a lot of good action scenes. There's a lot of funny parts. Like it's very funny. It's probably the funniest DC movie that they've had. Um, Shout out to Zachary Levi, he killed it. Um, I definitely, I give it like four point three out of five buckets. Oh, nice man, good for you. Uh, yeah. Shout out to that. I will say, Joel, shout out to Joel. She watched um, Dark Knight because we talked about how Heath Ledger. Actually, no. We saw the trailer for the Joker movie mm-hmm. that's coming out, and then I talked about how nothing will ever top uh, Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger's role as Joker. So, uh, but yeah, shout out to you watching a good movie. I watched a horrible movie uh, on Netflix. <clears throat> surprise, surprise. A movie called The Clapper with Ed Helms. Oh, God. It's about... <clears throat> I thought it was about a girl, man, making them things clap. Nah. <laughs> it was uh, it is about Ed Helms, who is a background extra actor in like infomercials, and then becomes like the lead in a in one, and just can't handle the fame and a oh, girl that infomercial, right? And I thought he was just an introvert, and I thought that that it was gonna like be a different, a whole different thing based on the description. It was just like, oh, in the description, it was like guy that you know can't handle the fame once he's the main object in infomercial or some shit. So I thought it would be different. But then it was pretty much just him not not enjoying it because he was an introvert. And there was a girl that he liked that that worked at a gas station. But he never really like had her phone number or anything like that. And one day she just stopped working at the gas station. Hmm. And the whole movie was just about finding her. Uh, okay. And I was just like, this is bad. <laughs> did you finish the movie? Yeah, I actually did. And uh, yeah, one out of five bucket hats. But I said, that can't one out of five. That could be a podcast. Like, 
a literally podcast series in and of itself of just somebody watching every movie on Netflix, like Netflix original, and just being reviewing it. Sounds miserable, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd do it if someone paid me. I just <laughs> that that movie sucked, and even Joelle was the one to bed. She's like, "This movie sucks." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. it works." But anyway, uh, another turn of events. Oh, that was really funny too. Is also Joe was like, "How much longer are you gonna watch this movie?" I'm like, "Uh, well, let me wait till the plot twist." She's like, "Well, you... <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem like there's gonna be but big plot twists, and there really never was." Mm-hmm. Um, but for a plot twist on y'all, I went out this weekend. Uh, I don't know why, but <laughs> shout out to have, you didn't have any reason. You just went. Shouts to my boy Rod. He was in town, and my boy Styles. They were in town. They both. One of them lives in L.A. The other lives in like far Buckeye, Arizona, because they both work for a business mm. out there. And they every time they try to come back in town, Rod's single and wants to mingle. So he's always like, "Yo, can we go to Scottsdale? I'm trying to go to Scottsdale. Can you come out?" And the world knows that Scottsdale, Arizona, is not for JB at all in the slightest. I, I feel like it's only really for white people, <laughs> like older, somewhat rich white people, right? And then like you know, girls, mostly white girls on the prowl. It, for it's just not, and just uh, not only the dudes. not only white dudes. It's just also for the very non. It's just a whole different mindset. It's people trying to impress other people, and that's not who I am as a human, right? And yeah. it's just not for me. So I always implore that, and I'm just like, no, man, no. But I try to meet halfway in the middle, and I'm like, yo, can we get some sushi or some shit, and mm-hmm. I'll get a drink with you guys, and then um, you guys can go on your merry way, and I'll go home. And they're like, uh, yeah, maybe we could do that. And then what happens, Ty? We end yeah, up going... We don't end up doing that ever. So same shit. I meet up at uh, Rod's apartment or condo. That's the reason he was in town. Get this. He owns a condo that he runs out to people. And the mm-hmm. previous renter was Buddha Baker, the safety for the Cardinals. Whoa. Uh, so he was moving out because uh, he got a contract. There and so then Rod, uh, Rod, you know, came, was coming here to like clean out the place and stuff. And that's why he's here in town. And uh oh shit. And what was I gonna say? The so that you know that's where they want to go every time. And I was like, no nah, man, no, no. And they kind of gave me a guilt trip and they're like, You're a hard dude to hang out with, man. And I was like, I'm really not. Like I, I kind of tell you guys what I want to do. I want to smoke and get food. <laughs> right. right. Like, like, that's not even that's simple. Right. I'm just like, I'll go anywhere as long as there's food. And they're like they're like, nah, bro. We're gonna go out. You're gonna spend twenty bucks on a cover charge. Let's go. Yeah, and they're like, come <laughs> on, man. We want we want you to stand around. So then this is what we end up doing. We go to a bar, which we went to Bevy in Scottsdale, and we literally just stood in the back of the bar the entire time for three hours, and they chain smoked cigarettes. Wow. And Rod never talks to one girl, and I'm like, bro, how are you gonna, you know, in order to get a girl, man, you gotta go after them. You can't. They're not gonna come to you. Right. So, anyway, no, nah, but shouts to him, man. Uh, it's great to see him. It's funny. It's like a Seinfeld episode when me and him hang out, man, because we have really funny dialogues, I think. That's funny. But, but funnier is shouts to Kells from Digital Airstrike. I, I ran into him at the bar. The homie. What up, cuz? 
And it was mad funny because I'm just chilling. And when you see me in a bar, I look so out of element, man. I look and it's it's me. I, I do it to myself. Like same with if I have homies that smoke cigarettes and they ask me to buy them cigarettes and I'm, you know, holding them or buying them. I act so awkward. It's like cringy. Mm. I'll be like, oh, here's your cigarettes, man. And like, I just look like I'm a Lego character because I'm just walking like in a box. Just like, oh, here's your <laughs> cigarettes. Same with alcohol and all that shit. So I'm just standing at the bar, right? And I just see someone kind of grilling me. They're not grilling at me, but staring at me in the corner of my eye. And it's Kel. And then he slowly just creeps at me. And he just has like that look at me like. And the first thing I say to him, I was like, yo, don't ask me why I'm here, dog. <laughs> that's what he was thinking, though. Like, hey, yeah, that's the first he's like, bro, I didn't. He's like, I thought I didn't know if it was you, but I was like, that was I knew it was you. So I didn't know what to do. So I kind of just waited for you to say something. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, my friend's in town and I don't want to be here, bro. Like, trust me, this is the last spot, but this is funny as fuck. And he's like, yeah, yeah. So not only do I look out of pocket right there. Um, so he turns around for a little bit and starts like talking to some other people. And then meanwhile, my boy Rod, he always does this. He tries to buy everyone drinks. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I'm like, dude, no, I'm not drinking anything. Like, just get me a Diet Coke or some shit. And he buys like nine tequila shots or some shit. Right. And you know, when people stack them and they look like you're yeah, holding yeah, yeah, yeah. like whatever. So he's like, here, hold this while I sign my credit card thing. And I'm holding this shit. And right when I'm holding it, Kells turns back around and sees me holding it. <laughs> and Kells knows I don't drink like that. And between me being in the club and now this, he looks at me and goes, you look weird as fuck, dog. <laughs> like, yo, what's going on? This is alternate universe. Right. And that's when we started cracking jokes about the Twilight Zone. Ah, that's that's what I got because I got the snap. I seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, uh, we, we were saying, like, it's funny how people make jokes about the Twilight Zone, how people make references like, man, I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. It's like, that's the only time people reference that. No one's ever really watched the shit. No, not, you know, it's old as shit, bro. But I think uh, they just know that it's just somewhere odd. But that's funny because we were just talking about on the last podcast, the, the con- people who continuously listen uh, about being awkward at the club. And, of course, you end up going there. You know, no fault of your own, you know, you're trying to hang out with the homie. Now, again, like, that's when I can do it. You know, I can go and, you know, kick it for a little bit. Uh, it just, it's just funny because only people who really, who really be clamoring to go be single people. And then they don't, they don't enjoy, I don't, I don't even think single people enjoy the experience. Cause like you said, homeboy don't talk to nobody. Girls go to be seen by guys, but they don't actually want guys to talk to them because guys are fucking creepy. So, like, you know what I mean? It's all, it's all like a weird dichotomy, you know what I mean? And then I had an epiphany, and a lot of people agreed with me, which is always great, is I felt that, listen, I th- I'm i starting to think people that enjoy those type atmospheres, and no shade, but it's just an opinion, is that people with enhanced personalities like you and I, shouts to us, uh, Okay. we don't need any extra ambiance to enjoy the interactions with people we enjoy. So when I'm with friends like you or Joel or my Rod or Styles, I could be like we were in their condo, cracking jokes, having a good ass time. Right. Just like you spoke on last week about how you guys could have just partied with the group you were with and then going to the bars was more secondary. Right. 
I feel like a lot of people bank on that added ambiance and that added provision of like lights, camera, action, so it can kind of like platform their night and propel it a little bit. And I think, yeah, I think it's more of a like the the club bars. The scene is more like the, the aspirational, like the things that you sold about it. Like, oh, I'm supposed to have a good time there, so like I'm supposed to want to go and have a good time there. So that's why you go there. But it's like, once you get there, it's kind of weird. Cause you, you know, it's every man for themselves. If you don't like, if you, if you're not really, if you're in a relationship, obviously you're not trying to be out and mingle and shit. And like, if you, if you just, if you don't have the confidence to go talk to people or like, you know, dance around people without getting, without, you know, fearful of the chance of getting roasted or some shit, then, you know, you kind of just on your own chilling. And then it's like, what's even the point, you know? Right. And I just was saying, like, with the people I'm with, that's all I care about when I go out with them to the bar, just because I'm, you know, that's what they want me to do. Right. It's like, all right, well, I'm only going because you're here. Right. I think about it's like, man, if we were just like at a karaoke bar or some low key shit, it'd be right. 10 times more fun because it's just us. Whereas I'm, we're just talking to each other. That that's just my logic. I'm not shading the people that actually utilize the bar and dance, right, mingle, right. talk to strangers and shit. But if we're just gonna post up in the back the entire time, we could have done something else more fun. We could have done Dave and Buster's. And and fire. It would have been fire. But six of us playing games, cracking jokes, and that's it. Like we're yelling over the music to be like, "Yo, so how's work been, bro?" And it's like we don't need all this. Right. Exactly. So that's yeah. Right Bars are cool if it's just chilling, you know, like a and, cool and, bar. Like and hey, if you're trying to mingle and go ham and, you know, there's a lot of options. I'm not going to lie. There's definitely plenty of guys and girls, like whatever your avenue is. But that's like if that's what your lane is. But for me, I have a girlfriend. I'm not interested in meeting anyone. I have enough friends. <laughs> like there's no purpose for me there. And then you just spend it. You just, all you all you're doing is spending more money than you would. Money and effort just to be out there amongst a group of people, dude. It's just like, and I know this is a wild analogy, but it's like me hanging out at a tennis club and being like, "Oh, you guys play tennis? I don't. Uh, I'm just here. I don't really like watching it either. I don't like it. Uh, in the back. I haven't really played in a while, or if ever. Uh, we're not gonna be good at this. <laughs> like." <I don't, laughs> It's just not me, you know, and I, it's just so funny how I will say, though, a big difference between like Arizona and, you know, back home and shit like that or um, other cities, Jersey, whatever the or Chicago, the bars are like here. Arizona is a little segmented in that sense, like Mill Avenue's college kids. Right. Uh, Scottsdale is like millennials slash like, you know, 30 to 40 year olds. And then Gilbert and Chandler's like the family crews and biker crews and shit. And Glendale too. Don't don't forget the yeah. So then Glen- yeah, and Glendale is I don't really know the population out there, but that's yeah. It's, it's just family. You know, you go to Westgate. I mean, people people be at the bar, the whiskey rose and shit. But you know, obviously that's what that is. Yeah, those actually would be more fun because then, like, yeah, you have a more of a mix of like. There's no expectation of like. Oh, you're not in college. Like in on Mill, there's an expectation. Like if you're at the bar, you should be at ASU type shit. Right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it holds true. I hate going out. Don't don't invite me. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice little follow up to what we were talking about. Uh, one random. I was gonna ask too. Like, what's the like? Is there a, is there a field difference in 
how out of place you feel, like when if you go out in Scottsdale versus like if you go out in Mill, which you you know used to be old stomping grounds and shit. Uh, actually, yeah, you're. It's funny that you say that. There's more of a silver lining when I'm in Scottsdale. There's, I actually, I give it more agency in the sense that Mill, I feel like super washed if I'm there because because <laughs> it's college, right? Because it's college, and it's like I already done, you know, got a billion rushing yards down there. You know what I'm saying? All right, and then you also like even if you were single. And then, like, and like, would you like, yo, these chicks are young as hell. My biggest fear is being recognized as like Frank the Tank from like <laughs> from old school, and like my biggest fear is like also like homies that have little brothers and shit that I run into at the bars, and they'd be like, Burke, yo, yeah. he's an ASU legend. <laughs> like I don't want that shit. Like it's cool as they make that seem in Van Wilder. Like I don't want that. Nah, do you guys have like a? Because uh, we got that shit at my college, and I haven't been able to go. I want to. I like because like it's been it's like a big thing. But you guys have like an alumni weekend or anything like that. They have uh they do it through the um the alumni like association or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like <laughs> it's just kind of a way to get money back from you again. It's like you sign up for it and then. They fly you out for like some football games and stuff, and I don't mm, know. Yeah, see us, we just have one, and it's like all the alumni. They just they come back. They you know they're throwing, they're going to house parties. They obviously they come for a basketball game. They go they go to some house parties. The bar is packed to shit that day, those that weekend, which is kind of annoying. When I used to go there, I was just like, man, what the fuck? But now I'm like, that shit would be fire because it's like all the people you know. Are back there, and it's not just like these young ass kids. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. I mean, a lot of the people I know are now like moms and dads and shit. But all right, yeah. I mean, I, I give it a go. I give it a go. Oh, shouts to reunions, real quick. Side note again is shouts to all my Jews out there, bro. I just got a call from Israel, not from Israel, but from Israel. It, I for, from the program that sends motherfuckers to Israel. That oh yeah, that's right. Birthright cutoff used to be 27 years old. Guess what, man? They extended it to 33. Oh, wow. You about to go? About to go, fam. Hey, go back to the the motherland. <laughs> the the other motherland, because my people's from Poland. So I don't, I mean, I guess they, <laughs> they, they originally, they, I mean, they's people's peoples. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. You know, you know what I meant. You know what they did. Hey, okay, that's cool. Y'all got that. I wish they did that for African people. Like people. I mean, I don't know what African country I'm from. Dude, hey, same just like, hey, I'll tell you what, just like I got the pass to Wakanda, I can get you in Israel, dog. There you go. We just say you're an Israelite. Oh, that's what's up. I thought you were about to go into high school because, like, my high school reunion is coming up. Nah, I'm t- like, bro, I fuck with everybody. Everybody from high school that I still fuck with, those are people that I care about, and I'm not about to go to that shit. That's funny that you said that. Oh, yeah, I didn't go to mine, and a couple people hit me up saying they missed me. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, follow me on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on the pod, bro. I'm like, bro, it's all right. <laughs> we don't even need them anymore. We got Facebook. We do need a – I know what everybody's doing, hey, unfortunately. I- you know, oh, you know what the new flex is too, man. Yeah, I love this episode. We just vented. The new flex is, uh, you know how people be throwing ninety-seven wedding pictures up and ninety-seven mm-hmm. engagement fi- pictures. Mm-hmm. The, the new defensive flex is already admitting how obnoxious it is. Yeah, but still doing it, right? Like you just, you already know that it's fucking annoying as hell. But then, you know, that kind of eases in. That's kind of my life philosophy, low bar and that shit, bro. Straight up. Jesse? 
I forgot. All right, we're back after some slight technical difficulties. I didn't pay my internet bill. <laughs> um, but yeah, you were talking, we were saying that you had the birthright thing going. I was like, I, you know, that wanted high school reunion, and uh, I didn't want to go because I fuck with everybody I know. And Facebook is pretty much made to where you already know what the hell is going on with people's lives. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think you had anything to elaborate on that, did you? No. Uh... I just was saying that, like, you know, some people reached out to me in from high school telling me why didn't I get to go to the reunion. But like you were saying, man, there's really no need for it because back then it was kind of like, yo, I didn't know you had kids. Now it's like, oh, we definitely know you had kids. Right. Oh, that's what we were talking about as well, is how the new trend is girls be flexing about their relationship or their wedding. And they already cut out the defense by saying, Oh well, I know I'm really obnoxious because I'm posting all the time about right. my wedding. Yeah, and then it's like, well, okay, that's fine, but you know, that's like someone with a lot of money being like, "Hey, I know I'm flaunting my money," and then every day posting a picture of their bank account. <laughs> True, but I do think like I'm mean, what you're doing is kind of trash. Kind of cuts it a little bit, like you know what I mean. Like somebody's telling you like, "Hey." I, mean, I don't have much, so you know what I mean. This is all I can feed you, and it just be like rice and beans. And you, because they say they don't have much, you're like, you know what? It's not even. Don't even worry about it. You know what I mean? Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not, you're not, you're never mad about it. But I get it. You know, it's a little bit different. But you know, you gotta. Sometimes you gotta cut through because you just want to do it. Like fuck it. If it's my, if I'm getting married, and I got some, and I paid five hundred, you know, whatever dollars for some pictures. Best believe you niggas seeing that shit on on Facebook because I paid money for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know I, I mean? mean that'd be real. I mean, it definitely <laughs> reduced version of it. But when I graduated, I rocked my not my gown, but just my top, mm-hmm. my cap, all through the bars. Tough. Let right. motherfuckers know, like, yo, today was that day. Right. Sometimes you gotta be obnoxious to flex on people, and it just is what it is. You know. Right. Yeah, as long as you're not doing that, as long as obnoxiousness isn't your personality, then it's like, all right, guy. Well, I'm very obnoxious, but <laughs> I will say, man, like I don't know, there's, everyone flexes in their own regard, you know. Like even that's if true. you know you post, if even if you're successful in your career and you post about that, that's like flexing. If true. you, you know, even if you're making positive gains at the gym and you post a pic, flexing. Mm-hmm. If you know, even if you got you won. And some lucked up shit. Took a picture of flexing. Right. It's all flexed, flex, man. Everything's a flex. As long as you, I mean, as long as you don't take any of this shit too serious. It just sometimes people be taking shit too serious. I will say, and I also had an epiphany with social media because I am guilty of being on my phone too often, and I am guilty of having social media envy. But there is a documentary on Netflix called "Social Animal." I think it's called, mm-hmm. and it talks about how a lot of mainly girls in this documentary i can't speak for the majority is like a lot of the envy they feel when they're on instagram is they see a girl that looks a certain way and they wish they were prettier they like wish they had a better Mm self-image and i will say i never really have that i more so when i'm envious of people i just wish they had i had the activity that they're doing so if i see someone courtside the nick game I'm not like, I wish I was that person, 
Mm-hmm. But I I was like, I'm wish I wish I was courtside of the Nick game. That'd be cool, yeah. So that's what I'm getting at. It's like it's a different form of envy and like what you feel like, oh I'm inadequate or I wish I had the other side type shit. And sometimes I'm like, you know, they'll be like, Oh, you wanna you you wish you were that? Like, would you wanna be that person? I'm like, oh nah, that person's probably type corny. I uh, <laughs> I wanna be me, but just in that seat. Right. I I get that, like, you know, I, I'm sure even seeing like everybody right now in your friends group probably posting pictures of, you know, a new baby or like just getting a house. You know what I mean? And like that's the thing that like I see like, oh, somebody just got a house. How the hell they get a house? You know what I mean? Like how they get it be able to get out of debt and, and shit like that. But then <laughs> I have to say, like, I don't obviously I don't want to be these per this person that I know from high school, but I just wanna be able to be like, oh, I got a house. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, everybody's path different. Everybody has different reasons for how they got stuff. Like maybe somebody helped them with that. Maybe somebody didn't. Maybe they're paying way too much for the loan and they're going to get finessed on it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't have to worry about what other people are doing to enjoy what's going on in my life. You know what I mean? Right. And everyone has their own like path, like you said, and steps to do that. Like no one's going to put on their Facebook like, Yo, man, with a little help from my dad, like maybe three to four grand, I got a down payment on it. You know, no, no one's gonna say that shit. They're just gonna say like the proud cool to part. get a house. Yeah, yeah, I got a house. It's like, oh, word, like, yeah. I mean, for the first two years, we owe wild debt to the bank, but like house you know, though, house though. Um, hey. Shoot. hey, out here, hashtag. <laughs> From home, running around essay to stay after day, but I'm all the way up, nigga. You think I'm nowhere to bully a bro way? I pull it, that bullet gun. Yeah, my eyelids are slipping. I don't I look like a couple million dollars. I'm in position, yeah. But I see a sending, I hand out the sentence, but I never trust a bitch enough to judge her. I seen a couple pictures of her mother, the future is bright. Find out tonight if the lottery hit. Holler the squad coming off of the hip. Tired of you niggas, I fly there tomorrow if the offer is lit. Got no time for you niggas, believe me, your bitch, she negotiate. I offer her dick only time that she see me when I'm in her mouth and when I'm on her TV a plate of sashimi a side of the seaweed I'm high off a freebie my plug is a fan bitch about to blow like I plugged in a fan uh huh niggas wanna sound like me but they can't sound like me yeah I'm gonna find my key I was like going off of you know the internet shit blowing up have you heard this I know you had to have heard this little Nas X uh. Old Town Road song, yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus jumped on there. Was, I, so first, it was a whole hoopla because you know he had the song, and it's a it's basically a it's a trap. There's trap beats, and then there's a banjo, and there's some elements of country, and then he's basically the lyrics and the way he's singing the song is country, but like obviously the beat has a trap beat in the back of it. Um, but you know it was it came out. It came out a while ago, and it was just kind of on videos and shit. And you know, kind of, you know, how the internet cycle is—it just kept kind of growing. And then once they finally put it on Spotify, ended up debuting, I think, like 15, 16, or seventeen or some shit on the country charts on Billboard. And then Billboard took it down, saying that it wasn't—it wasn't—it didn't—it had some elements of country, but it wasn't an actual country song. So they took it off the country Billboard charts. 
And, you know, people have been outraged. I've heard both sides of it. People saying that it was a, it's just a trap song. Uh, they're trying to finesse the system. But it's like, either way, like, you try to get a popular song, a popular song is a popular song, you know? Right. Um, and it depends how you categorize the song, man. Because also, if you think about it, it goes deep. So, like, the term rap song is kind of wild. It's kind of loaded because it, there's, like, the person's rapping, right? And if it's, right. like, if it's a song, then usually there's other components to it. Right, a chorus, someone you know, just hip hop could be R and B as well, and it's like I don't think it's a rap song as much as Billy Ray Cyrus was rapping in it. But that's the thing, like the other, like yeah, the other guy was rapping, but there's Bubba Spark songs where the beat isn't a rap beat, but he's rapping, but that's not considered a rap song. You know what I mean? So like, what actually defines it? Is it just I, the music? I, again, I don't. That's why I don't really say rap song. I just say rapper. And if it's a song, I'll say so and so raps in it. But I, I've never really referred to something as a rap song. But that's what I'm saying. Like they got to categorize because that's what the Billboard does. So like, but I think and here's the thing. I think usually they leave it up to the artist. So most artists will categorize when they drop a song. You got to pick a category, and they'll pick hip hop, rap. So if and I'm guessing this guy picked country. Because that's what he felt like the song was. And then they decided after the fact to be like, you know, it's not. So to me, it's like, who decides, who you think should decide the genre of the song? Like, should it be the guy? Should it be the person making the song? Should it be the billboard? Or should it be like a third party? Like, to me, it should be like, if the person said that's what it is, and that's what it is, you know? Yeah. I don't obviously know. blatantly not that, you know? I mean, okay. So with all that being said, I heard the song and I don't like it. You're not a fan of it? Is it just what what did you not like about it? I the hype was surrounding it, so of course like I was already going into it on the yeah, negative. So, yeah, that's how um, that works. On the negative. But even regardless, I tried to like just listen to it and I'm like, nah, I wouldn't listen to this. And <laughs> yeah. I, I just nah, it wasn't for me, man. That's cool. See, I had heard it in the wild already. And I was like, oh, this is funny, because it's like, you know what I mean? It's you know, it's a trap song with country. I was like, if, if this was country music, I'd probably listen to country music more. That's pretty much what I thought of it. And like, and then like, you know, Billy Ray hopped on it, and I'm like, this is even funnier. So, and it, you know, every everybody's kind of giving Billy Ray Cyrus the fucking the the love and gratitude that they aren't giving Miley for tr- fucking coming and trying to, you know, what I mean, swagger jack the culture. That's even all funnier. It, Right, because all he did was he did a country song to him. You know what I mean? So it's funny. Oh, so he doesn't but, think he was rapping? I know. I don't. I mean, he did, he said it. Billy Ray said it was a country song. Like he did, obviously, because he was singing too. And then he kind of did the like the the lyric part. But it's like I don't know. I've heard that before. Like came people came Brown does shit like that. Sam Hunt. Like you know what I mean? I know of these people because you know Katie. You know she enjoys some country. And like her family likes it, so I've heard these people, and I'm like, yeah, like Sam Hunt basically does like '90s R&B shit with, with on the country beat. So I, like again, you know, all these genres take from other places all the time, so it's kind of hard to kind of like put one in one. So, but like it kind of, you know, I don't know. It's just, the internet's just a wild place. It's I'm already kind of tired of the song because I've heard it like eighty thousand times now this weekend. So yeah. I can't have somebody listening to it now and being like, yeah, no, nah, I'm okay. I heard it at the bar that I was at, and I was like, oh, more reasons to hate this. 
but you know it's blowing up. So now you got to hear. But now you're just like every. Yo, I will say, shouts to me. Nah, uh, the, I did have a funny interaction, little backpedal at the bar. This dude that I was, I wasn't with him, but I was with him adjacent because he was with the friends that we, I was with. Mm-hmm. He like spilled the drink, and I guess it spilled on somebody. And uh, the dude behind me was the guy that got spilt on, and he was he was kidding though, but he was trying to like p- pretend that he wanted to fight one of us because the beer or drink up drink poured on him or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm where I'm at. Dude, I'm so removed from that so much. I'm like, yo, the last thing I'm doing is fighting anyone ever here, you know? Right. So I'm just standing in, and I look at the dude that spills it, and I was like, oh yeah, just pick it up, bro, and throw it out or something. And then the dude was like, oh, nah, bro. Nah, nah. You got me fucked up, bro. You got me fucked up. And I was just like looking at him. Not, but he like he was hoping that I was going to say something. And I was just looking at him all like, what? <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I wasn't listening, bro. I didn't care. Like that type of shit. Mm-hmm. And it was just funny because uh, he felt stupid because at first I think he was like trying to he thought he was going to get a way bigger reaction. Right, you're just like, uh, uh, yeah. Like, uh. I'm like, fam, even if you were serious, I wasn't gonna <laughs> like, 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 I was literally just gonna walk away because I don't. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't even. Oh, no, I would have laughed. I would have just stood there and been like, fam, what? Like, <laughs> I, I was dying laughing because uh, I was like, that's that's really dudes out there. They that that has happened before. I've seen friends that bump into people and they spill a drink and they're like, yo, I gotta fight someone. Yeah, and so I get it because you probably paid a lot for the drink. But it's like you kind of got to expect to bump into people. Yeah. But anyway, um, back to it, though. Uh, yeah, nah, not a good song. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, maybe I don't think it's a country song, but I'm fine with calling it a country song because it gives me another reason to be like, see what y'all shit produce. See, see what you wow. guys come up with. Wow. <laughs> see the type of shit you guys come up with. See, nah, see, I'm not, I can't do that now. Why not? Although, even though I'm, again, I'm tired of this song now, too. But that's only because it's just been blasted everywhere. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's whatever. Uh, I guess moving on other parts of the Internet. Uh, last week, we didn't get to talk on it because it literally happened right after we did the pod, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, is uh, rapper Nipsey Hussle. He got shot by, you know, alleged. I guess you got to do alleged. There's a video of homeboy shooting him. Um but yeah, he got shot by somebody in his in his from you know a gang or whatever from in the neighbor like in a neighborhood or whatever, and uh, he died last weekend. And you know this whole week's kind of been you know people sharing videos of like things that he's done in the community. So much, so many times he's given back. You know what I'm saying? So many times he's kind of like spit, kind of like game and things like that. Um, obviously, because it's the internet, we've had people come out in the opposite direction. Saying that, you know, trying to be smirk shit that he's done. Um, saying that people hyping him up. I hate when, don't you hate when people die? Obviously, I hate when people die, but when people die and you're like, oh, and like all, you see how much that person means to like a certain group of people. And then you're, you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I never knew, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never was like into them like that, but like maybe I should check them out now. It sucks that I'm doing it when they're dead, but like, Maybe like who says who's to say you wouldn't have checked them out later down the line if they didn't die? You know what I'm saying? Because you you have infinite time at least in your head. Uh, but like I hate when people are like, "Oh, now y'all Nipsey Hustle fans." 
because he died? Like, do I like you a fan of him now because he died? Like, bro, bro, like, what do you even gain out of saying shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm I was a Nipsey Hussle fan before. Like, I wouldn't have any problem with like him dying and people using that as a spark to be like, maybe I should listen and see what he was talking about. If anything, it help is helping his family that just lost a caregiver, a guy who's provide a provider. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So like these people, these streams are literally going to help like his family out in a time where, you know what I'm saying? They just lost somebody who's very important in their life. Like, I just don't understand why people come out and say shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I understand their logic and the mindset of it. I mean, it, it, it doesn't, you don't get anywhere saying it, but I will say there's definitely an uptick in fandom when someone does pass. Um, right. And it, I mean, obviously it's like a weird, it's like a kind of a weird thing. Cause it's like, you guys are doing it. You're like, you listen to a person who you know just died. And but everyone like, there's like, nothing wrong with it. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with it. But like you said, it's weird where people are like, oh, he died. All right. Yeah. I'll listen to his stuff right now. And it's like, wait, you never had that time right. when he was alive to just be like, oh, he had an album. I'll listen to it. It's weird that the, when somebody dies, that's a deciding factor for you to give right. them respect. It's like, why not show them respect throughout? Right when they're here? And I get it. Like, it, but again, you could have been like, I, I put this like with Mac Miller. I like I I was not a big Mac Miller fan until like his Divine Feminine album, which is like you know his basically his what, second to last album. And like I just some just randomly clicked. Well, like let me like I listened to before and I was like I didn't fuck with him, but I was like let me listen again and I was like oh like this dude's gotten way better at rapping like way like he's a completely different than like the the beginning Mac Miller you know. That I listened to that I was like kind of like ah, I don't know this guy's kind of like a ripoff like Wiz Khalifa to me you know what I mean that's how I felt when I first listened to him but then when I listened to him later I was like okay this dude's really good but literally I that's two albums before the man died I could have not came back around until after the fact you know what I'm saying like I don't think there's anything wrong with that like you know what I'm saying you if anything like obviously he died but you get robbed of that time to go check him out at a different at a different time you know what I mean. And it's just like this. I mean, I know touch on we were talking about conspiracy theories and stuff. Like some people, I may think at times like it's like the the jealousy of like supporting someone that's still rich, but it's like once they're dead, it's like all right, well now I'll support them and they will never know. That would be wild. Yeah, that it. I mean, shit, dude, you never know. But like, dude, I will say like people do look silly when you know a one-off celebrity dies and someone's like, oh, rest in peace, you know. Uh, the girl that played Princess Leia, and then like you know, then it's like oh Nipsey Hustle. It's like yo, it's like if every time a celebrity dies, you 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 make us feel like you have some sort of personal tie to them. It's like right. which one? Which one are we gonna believe then? You know? Right. Uh, no, I get you. My yeah. thing, I'm not big on like usually a celebrity die. I'm like oh shit, that sucks. Like because somebody died. Like that's and that's I'm never like oh like this one was different to me because I had already heard about like the type of shit that he does in the community and like giving back and like uplifting to me it hurt on a level of like do like i know how how it is when people make it they usually leave the hood you know as somebody who's from the hood like, they usually leave the hood and they don't look back and but he was like i'm gonna stay here and i'm gonna help out and then still some nigga from his hood killed him and to me that's where that that's where the kind of became personal in terms of like yo that's fucked up like you know what i'm saying it's not and i'm not like oh i know nipsey like and it, it hurts on that personal level to me it's just like like damn like thinking about that and like in terms of and how it resonates to my certain situation is how i would feel it 
in terms of a little bit different than when, you know what I mean, Princess Leia died. I'm like, yo, that, that just sucks in general. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I think the part that kind of saddens me is just like he was, yeah, he's young, and you know, just the fact that life could be taken away from you, and right, even when you try to do good things, you know, yeah, and you know, it's, yeah, you know, it's sad, and it, it, yeah, like I, I, I'm New York to the bone, bro. I don't, I don't know shit about the West Coast rap and Dog Pound and the Rolling Twenties, Forties, or Sixties, or whatever they claim. I don't know that shit, you know. And when I first mm. listened to Nipsey a couple years ago. You know, I'll be real. I was like, oh, it just sounds like Snoop Dogg. And what? <laughs> hey, that's real. His voice does sound like it just, you know, raspy, like uh, like a lower tone Snoop Dogg. Mm. Not his not not his melody. I'm saying just his voice itself mm. with the tongue. Um, but yeah, no, I had a couple of songs I liked, man. And uh, one of them I'm gonna throw up his song of the week in honor of him. But you know, um, but beyond that, yeah, no, nah, like it's sad, man. Um and yeah, I go back and watch some of his interviews, shit like that. I will say I like the idea that he repped neighborhood because that's you yeah. know me, seeing something me and you always push. Um, so one of his quotes was neighborhood. I rep that. <laughs> yeah, like that's what's up. Like, and yeah. that's I think that I think if anything you've seen because it's not obviously you see all the people who did know him, but you see the people who did know him and like how much that like this seems to be hurting them, and like it kind of just tells you like what kind of person he was. In general, so like that's why, like you know, it's because it, obviously he wasn't that big a rapper in terms of white people knowing him. Like that's pretty much how that is. Like because I don't think the average you know person, like I don't think Katie had no clue who the hell he was until I like said something about him. But like I had already listened to him. I just never be like, oh Katie, you want to listen to Nipsey Hustle? Because I just wouldn't. Obviously, I wouldn't think she'd be about it. He was never gonna be somebody who's on the radio a bunch. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like it just seems like he's gotten bigger because of his death, which sucks. But that's just kind of how it is, you know. They kind of and you know we shouldn't, we probably shouldn't, you know, put people on these high pedestals when they die. But at the same time, like if you're not gonna do it when they die, then like fuck, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes, you should do it when people are alive, and we do do that for some people. But like it sucks that if, if you wait till their death, but that don't mean you shouldn't do that shit at all, you know. Yeah, that's true. Like that. I mean, just oh, we shouldn't do this when he's dead. All right, cool. So we're just not gonna celebrate him at all. Like that, just be dumb. So, so yeah. Nips- Nipsey's dead, but his music is alive and well. Right, but it, it kind of flows to the next thing because before they found out that it was uh, the old boy who they, apparently the guy's name is Shitty Cuz, <laughs> he got kicked out of the gang for snitching. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, that's a wild story. Sounds like shit. What's his name from uh, Shit Juice or Ass Juice from uh, Ass Juice. Neighbors? That's fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. He got kicked out. Ass, ass Juice. Ass Juice. Ass Juice. Um, but yeah, so yeah, before that, everybody was fucking saying because Nipsey Hussle was, was doing a documentary on a guy named Dr. Sebi. And he was like a dude from Africa who claimed to cure uh, AIDS with like vitamins and and fruit and shit like that and vegetables. And so he he, he was doing a documentary on him and the other person they said also had ties to Dr. Sebi was left eye and then she died in a car crash in Honduras. And people were saying that the government must've took out Nipsey. Like y'all need to stop being, y'all need to get woke and stop being sheep. And everybody's like, bro, that's disrespectful as hell. Dude, just die, y'all already out here spitting these conspiracy theories 
And I'm like, bro, y'all have no goddamn clue what happened. Why? Why? What's even the point of going? Like, it'd be one thing if he died and it was like random shady circumstances. Dude, like, nobody. You, was, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was trying. I was watching the R. Kelly documentary, <clears throat> and my roommate was like, "Oh shit!" When the dirt dropped about Leah being underage, he's mm-hmm. like, "You think R. Kelly was the one that had her plane go down?" <laughs> I was like, uh, "Nah, that ain't it, dog." How do you even do a go about who he, he just paying off? He's gonna pay off the pilot to kill himself. How does that work? He's walking through like an airport, like the ATL, and he's just like, "Hey, come here, man." He's by the he's hey. by like the restaurant, the food court. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> yo, can I talk to ground control?" <laughs> You're like, "Hey, you you do the bags, flight one four five." Hey, bro, when you throw them bags on, I'm gonna need you to uh, poke a hole in the engine. He's like, like yeah. what? Like, how do you go about that, fam? What the t- you know when you're a little kid and they show you like a tour around the airplane? R. Kelly's like, hey man, can I take, can I take a tour around the airplane? He's like, no. Like, no, <laughs> no, Mr. Robert, please don't know. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's where I'm at. Like, people just go, and I get it. Like, you know, the government has been trash. You know, they've done fucked up shit in the past. You know, you got this the Tuskegee trials. They were literally giving, you know, black men syphilis and shit. And, you know what I mean? Like, actual things that I get the government's been shady about, but that's why I can't... There's so many conspiracy theories I can't get... I just can't get behind because it's like, they throw out all this shit and it's like, damn, once you start going, rapping through all this stuff, it's like, that shit falls apart because it's, it's way too much shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it turns into a Jordan Peele movie. Right? It's just like way too much going on to for me to actually believe it. And like, the simplest thing is so easy. Like, bro... You think that the government waited to have Nipsey shot outside of the store about a documentary that was coming out about a guy? Like, wouldn't they find a way to deal to make him a villain? Wouldn't they find a way to be like, oh, he was trying to shoot somebody or try to shoot a cop and they kill him? Like, what? Like, wouldn't there be other ways to go about it than just having some random person shoot him on the street? Like, right. Same with uh, the Michael Jackson thing about like the doctor killed him and stuff like that. Right. I don't know what happened with that though. I don't. I still don't understand why he died. I, I mean, he just he, honestly, it makes way more sense. It wasn't all day. And I like you could. I would say you could blame the doctor because he didn't stop him. But I don't think the doctor was like, "I'm gonna kill Michael Jackson." Like I think he just was negligent. Like he just was like Michael kept asking for pills, and he just kept giving him pills. Like it, it wasn't him. Like oh, I'm a like you know what I mean. I'm a. It's not like he went there and he poured the pills down Michael Jackson's throat. You know what I mean? Yeah, they still don't know who killed uh, Tupac. They don't. So, but I mean, again, that it just uh, in the nineties, and they didn't have the forensics. Like the shame shit happened. Now they probably catch the nigga quick. <laughs> like that's just you know what I mean. Like it just how it was. He got shot in Vegas. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't know. I just think that's kind of what it was. Because like, do they have Biggie's killer? Did they ever find him? No, I mean the. Uh... No, I don't think they have him either. No, wild that must be to be like obviously, like I don't, I, I'm not anybody lives with himself. They kill a person, but like you kill Biggie or you kill Tupac and you just live in your life. Like yeah, I, same did, but even if, and like maybe the guy got you know like how OJ, you know what I mean he get caught for something else later, like because that usually is what happens. Like he got caught for something else. He's doing a bid and he's telling people like, "Yo, I'm the one." 
I'm the one who killed Tupac. And they're like, man, shut your ass up. You know what I mean? Like, nobody yeah. believe that you actually did it. I'm, no also, LeBron. Story is. I'm also LeBron's dad. <laughs> what like, if LeBron's you know, dad killed Biggie and Tupac? Whoa. That'd be wild. That's why we see his ass, bro. Oh, another conspiracy theory. Uh, this is uh, more up my alley, too. Uh, I found out how toast was created. Uh, they put bread by a fire, I'm, I'm assuming. No, nah, but I'm saying, like, how the invention of toast. Dude was like, hey, man, you want some warm bread? He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, my bad. I, I burnt it. He's like, it's cool. <laughs> wow, bro. That's a wild. That's how, that's how, that's how really toast. Make you, really make you think, bro. It's <laughs> fucking... Oh my god, <laughs> but yeah, that's where I just can't. Again, I get why you know people are skeptical of the government. I'm with y'all, but like, jump into conspiracies off rip. Like, y'all gotta relax, bro. Like, I know, I know, you know, hookah smoking, you know, chakra line Twitter or whatever. Might be after me, but y'all gotta fucking relax. Yeah, y'all need to chill with the anxiety, bro. And for that, go to SundayScaries.com, bro. (laughs) Promo code Bucket around the crib, you know. Get your drop ins, get your anxiety, anxious as fuck gummies, bro. Um, they have the sour ones, which are good. So SundayScaries.com, by the way. Shouts to the sponsor. Yeah, go to SundayScaries.com. Make sure you use the promo code. Buck it up to get was it 10% off, 15% off? Ten percent off. And if you come hang out with us, we got some codes for 15% off. Hey. Um, hey, so shouts to the sponsor and shouts to anxiety, bro. Y'all need to chill, but we all chill. We all got anxiety. There you go. Conspiracy theories and stuff like that, bro. But yeah, even kind of elaborating off the conspiracy theories. That's what it just it's just the internet, bro. That's the reason the fact that people just believe this shit randomly, it's kind of it's not kind of the reason, it's part of the reason why we got Trump. Because motherfuckers thought that there's a fucking child sex traffic ring out of a pizza hut or whatever the fuck. Um, but, you know, there was like there a probably rumor. was. No, what? <laughs> I'm just blaming the pizza on that one. Yeah, man, like, what? Uh, okay. But, you know, fucking, we had something come off that said that Hove was going to give Nipsey's uh, family 15 mil in his kids' trust. And that was just like obviously a fake internet rumor, and it just spread like wildfire. Everybody just fucking believed it because that's just how it works on the internet. We gotta fucking be we almost election time, bro. We gotta we gotta get this shit out of our system, or we're gonna be leaving motherfuckers gonna, gonna be believing wild shit next year. I swear to God. Uh, my biggest fear is that uh yeah same shit. People are gonna just be like, oh no, I read this on the internet, right? So that's gonna stop me from going. To, <laughs> that's gonna stop me from Pokemon go to the polls. Like, yo, did you watch? Did you see this weird looking meme that obviously somebody threw together in two seconds? That, had Kamala, like sh- that Kamala Harris shoots turtles in the face. And it's it like, like what? A, it, has, it has a Shutterstock watermark. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, yo, did you see that Bernie actually um, was in Hitler Youth? Like, oh, see, here's a picture. Like, bro, he wasn't even born then. Yeah. Nah, so but like, there's, yeah. there's a picture right here. How you prove that? They're like, oh, uh, did you know? Uh, <laughs> they just keep saying shit. It's like doesn't sound like you know, fam. <laughs> right? That's how it is. So just fucking chill. Like sometimes conspiracy theories is is cool. To, like if you think it's fun, and you don't actually believe it. But motherfuckers be going down some YouTube rabbit holes, and they be coming to you know me saying wild shit. I had a girl that worked at my job that was like 
we were talking in the chat and she just threw out, did y'all know Obama was gay? And everybody was like, what? And so, you know what I'm saying? You just right. got to relax. Just got to, just don't, when you, you know when you fall down a rabbit hole, you know you heard some shit and you're just like, nah, that don't make sense. So I'm going to just go ahead and click out of this video. The same people that bring up the conspiracy theories are the same motherfuckers that will say that sanctioned news organizations are fake. It's like, come on, man. Are you getting your news from a nigga name like at Jack the third 22 on fucking YouTube? What is well, his credentials? He's a dog avatar, man. Like what? Like how? Like he just like, hey, you don't know this is what happened. Like you don't have any sort of proof, no back, nothing to back it up. He was like, nah, that sound right. Like right. okay, we're like they just showing you pictures of shit. You don't know where it came from. Like bro, that's why in high school you had to cite your sources, and this is why you was getting D's and C's, my nigga. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. I'm sorry. I had to rant a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, I don't, I'm, we, I'm with you, me, man. We, we spit for probably an hour or so, right? Yeah, I think we've arrived. Burn, burn, burn. At the, the moment y'all been waiting for songs of the week. What you got, homie? Well, you know, we had to give some honor to Nipsey Hustle, man. Shouts to, you know, not shouts, but rest in peace. It's sad. Like I said, I'm, I'm not going to act like I know him personally, but I do know how sad it is. He has family that's leaving behind. It was a murder. Right. Definitely not warranted, everything like that. So I went back to some homework, man. Shout out to everyone that shot me some suggestions on my Facebook. And I went back and listened to, I googled Nipsey Hussle first song. <laughs> and, and the song, it was like, uh, I think it was just called first song. Like, I don't know. It, it, it had like a uh, it sounded it, oh, it's straight out of Slauson. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that was a good song. So shouts to uh, song of the week, Nipsey Hustle, straight out of Slauson. There we go. Um, yeah, shouts to Nipsey. Um, I'm definitely gonna you know put respect on his name. My favorite Nipsey song is Hustle and Motivate. So you know I like to throw that on every now and then. Um, my song of the week though. Uh, we didn't have much uh song like albums or anything like like that come out. Again this week, but hopefully, you know, we're going to have people kind of drop more. I know Schoolboy Q put his song that he was going to drop on hold um, for and to pay respects to Nipsey. So, you know, hopefully we get something more next week or the week after. But uh, my song of the week is Apex by Shane Eagle featuring Boss. Uh, I probably threw it. On, you probably heard it because I probably threw it on this damn on this damn podcast. But, you know, I fucked with that heavy shout. And also Song 32. By no name, she be spitting on that. So, um, those are my songs of the week. Well, shouts to that man. Shouts to putting up with me for yet again, week after week, month after month, year after year. The bucket hat boys continuing to grow, continuing to grind. And man, the shouts to the sponsors, Sunday Scaries. Shouts to Lance Mihadas from Turned Up TV. Couldn't make it on the episode today. We got rescheduled, but he will be on. Shouts to everybody out there that continues to be buckets. And um, yeah, man, uh, where can they find us, bro? Yeah, make sure you uh, hit us up on the social medias. Um, you can find us on Facebook um, as the Bucket Hat Boy, or no, we're the Bucket Hat Podcast on Facebook. On Instagram, we are at the Bucket Hat Boys, and then on Twitter, we're at Bucket Up Podcast. Uh, make sure you follow us on any of those three places. Uh, if you want to listen to us on a different platform than you did today. You're also on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, 
We're on Stitcher Radio, literally everywhere. So you don't really got an excuse. Uh, so, you know, you try to refer us to somebody, and they're like, oh, I don't got that. Like, oh, it's cool because they own this. So, you know what I mean? Make sure you spread the word. Tell your grandmammy, uncles, and them, all of them. We're 80 episodes deep, fans. You got a lot of homework to do. You got two years of catching up to do. If you're on a, a road trip, you have an hour commute to work, bro. We spent it for about an hour. We got it, bro. So continuing to grow. Hit us up for the sponsors. Hit us up for the um, product. Hit us up for the comedy. Hit us up for the humor. But yeah, man, episode 80, Bucket Up Podcast, the Kid JB, DJ Butter Sauce, T Doyle, Talante. We out. Cheer, cheer. Memphis Mafia, man. You dig? Remix. Shut up, Yeah, 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 yeah. Run up on this fire and get burnt, little nigga. Spent a half a million just on furniture, nigga. Paper wrap business, it don't concern you, little nigga. Be careful who you call your friend, they turn on you, nigga. I'm DUI right now, I don't belong behind the wheel. One thing about it, I'ma get money long as I live. I can't stop at that red light, I keep going, I don't yield. I can't do that deal if it ain't more than 10 mil. Oh shit, got them M's and now he lit. $100,000 investment, I invest on my wrist. All she do is run her mouth, tell that bitch to suck a dick. I was born a superstar, so I put one on my fist. I just smash, I don't kiss. Hit the gas, I'm in the whip. Hate to brag, but I'm the shit. Got some head when I was six. I threw 30 in magic. Do that.